live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. So this is a point where the wall ends here, one of the shorter sections, the old wall, and used to be able to walk right around it. Now you've got Governor Ducey. This is some of the sea trains that he's put in. These are what Joe Biden is suing Governor Ducey over. I mean, just imagine that. The left suing the governor of Arizona for trying to secure the border that they're supposed to be securing. It's really unbelievable. And it looks like we've got more people waiting down here. Let me go down and try to talk to some of them. De donde eres? Ecuador? Cuba? No, no habla inglés? No? Poquito? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good, man. You're better than my Spanish. Thank you very much. My name is Ben, I'm, I'm a reporter. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Colombia. Colombia. And how long have you been here? Uh, the place in two days there. You waited there two days? But there are many people here yeah. than five, six days. The, the, what they were telling me down there is they're taking the babies. Yes, sir. The first. The That's first the first. Day, then mothers with her babies. Yeah. And old mothers, grandmothers. Grandmothers. Yes, sir. And them, the last time is the men. Yeah. Because it's not priority. If you can see, long again this this wall yeah uh, many people in the border and like this like this in the first place yeah near to mexico yeah. you can see there many people stay there because it's so tired to try right. this way to keep going yes yeah, sir you're from i'm from colombia colombia so it's colombia ecuador mm. colombia venezuela, venezuela? Cuba. Cuba? Peru? Dominicana. Wow. Dominicana. Huh? Peru. Dominicana. Dominican Republic? Peru. Peru? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Uh, ¿Cuántos días aquí? Cinco días. Cinco días? Wow. Wow. Tres días? Wow. So this is crazy. Uh, this is the second group, and there's probably at least 40 here. Um, speaking to them, they've been out here, some of them five, six days, and they're basically told by Border Patrol they'll get to them when they can get to them. So this. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, Ben Burkwell, my brother from another mother, on the case, uh, reporting things that we don't want to hear, uh, but what we want is the truth. And unfortunately, that's what we're going to get is this. This is the truth. What you're seeing there, that is the truth. Those containers right there that the one thing Governor Ducey did correctly by putting them there, the Biden administration is literally suing Arizona for. Can you imagine? Imagine this just for a second, if you will. A, a presidential administration who's suing a state because the state is putting in a, a policy and, and, and a procedure in which it secures the border 
that the federal government is tasked with securing. So the, the federal government either isn't up to the job or is facilitating the entire invasion. I would be more inclined to think it's the latter. Um, so the state takes over and says, okay, well, you can't do it, so we're going to do it, and the federal government sues you. So just the mere fact that the federal government is suing you for that lets you know where they stand on the side of, are we incompetent or is it on purpose? Because if they were incompetent, they would say to the state of Arizona, thank you. Thank you for helping us with this problem. When we didn't have the resources in order to do so, we will reimburse you whatever it cost you in resources for doing our job. That is what an administration would do if it was getting assistance from a state to accomplish something that that federal government was not able to do themselves because of not being qualified enough, incompetence, whatever. However, the very fact that they sued them or are suing them in order to get these containers taken down lets you know that it is not um, because they're not qualified or because they don't have the ability to do so. It's because they're doing it on purpose. It's not even negligent. It's just we're doing it on purpose, period. And, and I don't know if you noticed this, but after a lot of backlash, the mayor of El Paso has declared a state of emergency because El Paso looks like, um, you know, Mexico City now. Jeremy, can you cover these schools putting in litter boxes for children that identify as fairies? Yes, I will someday when we're not talking about something so massive right here. This is massive. El Paso now declares a state of emergency. And it's not only El Paso. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, let's first of all, let's go and show this El Paso um, holding facility. This federal, uh, this capacity is only 1,040. They're far past that. They're far past that. Let's play this video real quick. And then I'll read you what Governor Gavin Gaslight Newsom is saying. Again, facilitated by, operated by, funded by the left, not just the Biden administration, the left. That's in El Paso. But hold on a minute. Even Gavin Newsom says he is warning of Biden's border policies are about to break California. Actually, your loser policies are about to break California. California, Gavin Newsom, why are you passing the buck? I understand that you're placing blame where blame is, but let's lump you in there. You're the governor of the state. You could call an invasion of the southern border if you wanted to. You could stop guaranteeing income to people that are illegal aliens if you wanted to. No, this is Governor Gavin Newsom passing the buck, letting you know it's about to break California, but it's not my fault. That's how much, that's how ignorant the main, the, the, everyday person is that's how ignorant they are they can be fed lies like that and not even know it's true well gavin gavin newsom the guy i voted for said it's biden's fault it must be biden's fault it's actually your fault gavin newsom you're in on all this the only reason you're blaming it on biden is because you want to be president in 2024 only reason so ladies and gentlemen that's where we are at the southern border i want to thank ben again for his tireless work down there at the southern border going all over the place Uh, Just to bring you the truth, and if you know Ben, like I know Ben, maybe some of you have met him, It's that would be his first, if he had a pick, do this job, have a cushy office job, be a producer of a show, whatever, he would pick being on the border. He would literally pick being in harm's way and being on the border to bring us the truth. That's why I love him so much. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here. LFA TV, live from America, I am your one and only ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this show, 
Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, and I'm broadcasting from the Granite State of New Hampshire. It's a blessing to be here. Thank you so very much. Um, we got a very important show for you. It's going to be fast-paced. It's going to be hard-hitting. A lot of it you're not going to want to hear, but we're going to end it on a strong, good note, and it's a note that we all stand, um, that we all uh, identify with. It is a it, it is a statement that we all, um, I would say, think about ourselves the same similar way and where we are going forward. So if you're ready, uh, I'm ready. And I just want to give an update really quick on Lily. Uh, Lily is a lot better now. Uh, everybody's been uh, sending a lot of messages. Uh, she was running a temperature of over 104 um, Friday and Saturday. And then late, and it started getting better Saturday. To, uh, yesterday was a little bit better, and today is a little bit better. So I just want to thank you all so very much uh, for your prayers and your thoughts about Lily during this hard time. And us, um, you know, when you get up to that 104 temperature range, that is, that's pretty, that's pretty dangerous. So you can imagine what it was like seeing her little tiny body be so weak. Um, but she's better today, and we prayed over her multiple times, put our hands on her and prayed multiple times. We want to thank you for all of your prayers. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to ask for prayers for Heather Haddock. Heather Haddock's uh, uncle fell down and, um, and, and, and passed away this weekend, and we prayed this morning for Heather on this morning's Rise Up show. We're going to ask that you all uh, keep Heather in, in your prayers and her family in your prayers. Um, as we move throughout this day, because we need each other now more than ever, things are going to get rockier before they get better, but not only, um, politically, but spiritually and everything else, everything else you could think of. So we just need you guys to be on focus right now. We need you guys to be on point right now. We need you to do whatever you can to share this video right now. Rumble this video. If you haven't, it's time to go to the verse of the day, ladies and gentlemen here on LFA. And I titled this morning's verse of the day and the same title for the rise up show this morning. Is it real or is it fake? Is it real or is it fake? Before we get to that, though, I have to read the beginning part of the newsletter because it has to do with this week's schedule, okay? Uh, I pray that you're all wonderful and, had, uh, and ready for the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I should tell you of our LFA TV schedule this week for the holidays. Um, my show this week will be the same. I am still going to do a morning show on Friday and a morning Rise Up show. However, we do not do evening Friday shows anymore, so that's the same. However, I will know by the end of today who is going to do any broadcasting on Friday. Uh, I believe producer Frankie and Mike Crispy will not be. So I will let you know by the end of the day today what shows will be on on their regularly scheduled time for Friday. And Monday, which is the day after Christmas, there will be no shows. There will be no Live from America. There will be no Rise Up. There will be no Unafraid, Loud Majority, or Wrong Think. There will be no shows on Monday. Everybody, that's the day after Christmas. A lot of people are traveling home and settling down. I want you to spend time with your families. We want to spend time with our families. So again... I will be here my regularly scheduled times for 9 and 11 a.m. on Friday. I will not be here Friday night. There are no more Friday night evening live from America's. And we will not be here Monday, okay? Just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, but like I said, LFA TV, um, it grew a lot this year. We grew from LFA to LFA TV. And, uh, you know, who knows what awaits us next year. But I promise you that all paths will end up with Christ Jesus, regardless of what we do in 2023, okay? So, also, if you order by 2 p.m. today on my store, you should get your items by Christmas, okay? By 2 p.m. today. Verse of the day, or verses of the day, is coming from 2 Corinthians 11, 13, and 5. Now, keep in your mind the title of the show. Is it real, or is it all fake? Corinthians 11, 13 through 15. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. If you all remember, Satan was a, the highest angel in heaven at one time. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. Is it real or is it fake? Ladies and gents, there are so many people out there claiming that they are close to God and preaching false doctrine. There is a difference between speaking false doctrine and getting doctrine wrong, okay? 
There are new Christians out there that are so excited for they found in Christ, for what they found in Christ that they just want to scream it from the mountaintops to all of the world. That is to be commended, but can also be dangerous because you start telling people what has been revealed to you But the telling starts turning to preaching really quick. And one must be careful as to be knowledgeable in the Bible before getting ahead of themselves. That was me, ladies and gentlemen. I got way ahead of myself and started preaching things I really didn't know the answer to or thought I did. But I got ahead of myself. Okay, there's that kind of false doctrine. We got to be careful of those, obviously. All right. Then there are the ones adding to the Bible or subtracting from it in order to fit their narrative to gain power, control, and or money. Both are dangerous, but the latter is downright deceitful. How many churches are there in your towns right now, in your immediate vicinity, uh, that are flying the LGBTQ flag outside the church? How many of them preach without using the Bible as the guide through the sermon? How many of them portray Jesus as a socialist in order to um, push that in in our uh, political arena? How many of them have hundreds, if not thousands, of people in the pews? There are very few churches today that are genuine. Most generally, but not always, they are the ones that have 50 to 100 people in the pews. The pastor or preacher is reading directly from the Bible and breaking down what it means. Not by their interpretation, but by reading everything else about the author throughout the Bible to become familiar with their actions, their other writings, and what kind of person they were in their time. Once you're able to do that, then you can interpret the Bible the way the author intended as inspired by God. Just the ones we, um, as inspired by God. Remember, not everything that these authors did and wrote in their lives were inspired by God. Just the ones we read about in the Bible and some other ancient texts that were preserved around the world. The best way to determine if what you are hearing is sound doctrine or false is to know Jesus. That's the best way. The way to know Jesus is found in the Bible. You have to spend time reading alone with God. Only then will you truly come to know Jesus. And once you know Jesus Christ, then you can spot a fake a mile away. It sounds foreign to your ears, and the Holy Spirit alerts you immediately. You need no other human to tell you if it's right or if it's wrong. So come to know him today, and then you will truly be safe. In his holy name we pray, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a perfect example of this that I'll get to another time. But again, if you know Jesus, then you can spot a fake a mile away. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. One of the many of the reasons I don't attend church. I have my Bible and my belief says D. Critter, 1984. However, there is a very important aspect of church, and that's fellowship. Same thing we have here, you can get in a good church, and I think that is needed. I really do, in order to grow in relationship with Jesus. Not only, but I think it's a good thing to add to. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, T, uh, two swift for alls, Father passed away Saturday. Just got a note from our producer here. So please keep everybody in your prayer who's having people pass away. Okay. Very, very important. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got my field of greens. I hope you do too. I've got the wild berry. What kind do you have? We need this to cleanse our bodies, ladies and gentlemen, to cleanse our filter systems, to be healthy and ready for whatever the devil sends our way. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're going to start first and foremost section of the day today. Here we go for slurp. Coffee and field of greens. It doesn't get any better. Okay. The Democrats are desperate, ladies and gentlemen, and they're attempting to lay a trap for Donald J. Trump that will ring through the news news, uh, stratosphere universe for the next six months. What am I talking about? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Remember, 
The Bible says every trap that they lay for us, they'll, they will fall, or they will step into, and every pit that they uh, dig for us, they'll fall into. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we are supposed to hear the January 6th um, unselect committee's recommendations for Donald J. Trump and others that are included in their investigation. And here is my prediction. My prediction today is that we will hear from the January 6th committee that they are requesting or recommending, I should say, but that recommending and requesting is the same thing in this, in this sense, I guess. The January 6th committee will request and recommend charges be brought up on Donald J. Trump. It will then go to Merrick Garden Gnome Garland's desk. Merrick Garden Gnome Garland will be responsible for laying out an indictment of insurrection and many, many, many other charges against Donald J. Trump and against people around Trump. And that indictment will, will lead to some kind of subsequent, subsequent arrest where they parade Donald J. Trump in front of cameras with handcuffs on, and that will be the talk of the, of the world for the next six months to a year. Why will this happen? This is my prediction anyway. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am completely wrong. But Donald J. Trump, I believe, knows this is going to happen as well. And he put out a series of true social posts over this weekend that also allude to that. I'm going to go to his channel now. I'm going to go to his page right now. He expects this to happen, and I expect this to happen. The reason why he expects, I believe, and I expect for this to happen, ladies and gentlemen, is because it's the only way they can stop him. It is quite literally the only way they can stop him. And he put out a series of true socials. I mean, just going in on the January 6th committee, everybody involved in it. He says the highly partisan unselect committee is legally leaking, illegally leaking confidential info to anyone that will listen. Adam Shifty Shift, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Adam Shifty Shift is all over TV talking about criminal referrals, just like he was on the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, which turned out to be the con of the century. How much longer Republicans and the American patriots in general going to allow this to happen? These are the criminals who spied on my campaign, cheated on the election, lied to the FISA court in Congress. They are sick. And then he wrote this. The Democrats will do anything not to run against me. MAGA and putting America first. Remember, they are the party of misinformation, constantly saying the opposite of what they really want. I am beating everybody in the real polls by a lot. So they say, gee, we want to run against Trump. At the same time, they spend millions of dollars to try and beat me, hoping for another candidate. I devoured them in 2016 and again with much bigger numbers in 2020. But the election was rigged. Must do it again. He said, I devoured them. I love that word. I love that word. And ladies and gentlemen, I truly and honestly believe they are going to recommend that the GOJ indicts Donald J. Trump and their ultimate goal is to be to parade him in front of cameras, handcuffed, to make it look like he is ineligible to run for the president of the United States. None of that is true, by the way. None of that is true. Not a single bit of that is true. Indictments, arrests, charges, none of that will bar Donald J. Trump from running against the pre uh, for president in 2024. And I can tell you this, as God is my witness, from my Holy Spirit inside and everything that God tells me when I pray to him about subjects of this matter and many others that are even bigger than this, is that we will see justice in our lifetimes and every trap laid for the righteous, they will fall in themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, everything they pointed their finger at us, and the three point fingers pointed back at them, we are finding out in real time now. We're finding it out through Twitter files. We're finding it out through court cases. We're finding it out through depositions. We're finding it out through discovery. We're finding it out through whistleblowers. Everything that they said we were guilty of, they are literally guilty of themselves. The question now is, what will happen next? Your guess is as good as mine, but my guess is they did not spend two years and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of your taxpayer money, not that they really care, but that money could have went to lie in their pockets in some other way. To do this, to do this against Donald J. Trump if they did not have this plan, that is my prediction. However, 
My next prediction is it will only make him bigger. It will only make him stronger. It will only make more independents and first-time voters absolutely fed up with what's going on in the world. They will only stick to Trump stronger. We will stick behind Trump bigger and stronger. It will erase any talk of any other candidate even coming close to beating him. Now, in the beginning, I believe this is all, by the way, this is all my speculation, ladies and gentlemen, okay? None of this has happened yet, but this is all my speculation, Okay, what will happen is as they try to demonize him more, they're going to try to lift up other candidates, the Dems and the Rhinos like DeSantis, like Christy Gnomes, like Nikki Haley's, like Mike Pompeo's, like, you know, Vice President Mike Pence, former Vice President Mike Pence. They're going to try to lift all of these people up on a pedestal as to say, Republicans, This guy is over. Be done with him. You have great Republicans here. Take them. And it will only make them weaker. It will only make them fall down in the polls even further. They will not put Donald J. Trump in prison. He will come back bigger, stronger, and better than ever. He foresaw all of this. Jesus knows this is going to happen. We kind of had an idea that this would happen, but the indictment won't stick. The charges won't stick. None of it will stick. All of it will be bipartisan control. All of it will be the fantasy and the desire of one group of people that hate Donald J. Trump, and that is the federal government. They hate him. They hate him. They hate him. Why? Why? The same reason they hated Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. He came to destroy everything that they built. He came to destroy their Tower of Babylon. He came to destroy their House of Cards. Whatever um, analogy you want to use, whatever euphemism you want to use, whatever metaphor you want to use, I can tell you this right now. Donald J. Trump will be president, if not before, but definitely in 2024. The same feeling, the same know-how, the same messages that I was getting in 2016, I'm getting again, but stronger. He will be the president. Whether you like it, whether they like it, whether DeSantis likes it, whether the RNC likes it, whether the GOP or the DNC or the Democrat Party or the leftists or Soros or Obama or any of these other scumbag losers in the world out there, whether they like it or not, Donald J. Trump, by the power of the people with God on his side, will be the president in 2024. And we will fight harder than ever. We will be stronger than ever. We will be more focused than ever. We will work longer hours than we ever have before. I will perform in every freaking state of this country if I have to, to round the troops up and rally the, rally the supporters. Whatever we got to do, we're going to make it happen, Captain. And there is no way, there is no way that, that Donald J. Trump will ever, 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 ever be convicted and sent to prison. Because if he does, I, another prediction, 100% bloody civil war, just like we saw during Abraham Lincoln's days, period, point blank, done. Now you know where we stand here on LFA TV as if you didn't know before, but this is their desperate attempt. They will try anything. And the only way they can make him look guilty is by doing this. That's it. The January 6th committee didn't make him look guilty. The Mar-a-Lago raid didn't make him look guilty. The investigations of Letitia James as a New York attorney general didn't make him look guilty. Literally, nothing made him look guilty. Nothing. So this is their last, this is it. This is their Hail Mary. This is their, there's, there's two outs. We're in the bottom of the ninth. This is it. They have to hit this home run to win. If they do not hit this home run, their entire system comes falling down. My question to you, and I mean everything. I mean COVID, Fauci, all of it. This this right here is putting a gun to their own head and pulling the trigger. That's what this is going to do. Now, I'm here to tell you that what you're going to see over the next six months to a year will infuriate you and make you lose all hope. I promise you, if they go this route, if they go this route, I promise you, Half of you will lose so much hope you won't even watch the show anymore, at least for a while, till you realize God's plan and what really is happening. I implore you not to let that happen to you. Do not let that happen to you. Do not lose hope. Do not put your hope in whether a Democrat does or doesn't do something illegal or legal. If you do that, then your hope is in hell. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. Keep your hope where it's supposed to be. I'm, I'm done with it all too. Everybody says, I'm so done with this. I'm so sick of this. So am I. But we're here. We are here. This is it, folks. This is the fork in the road we've been waiting for. This is the fork in the road we've been waiting for. We either go to the right 
or we go to the left. If we go to the right, it's everything that, that, that God is promising us. If we go to the left, the country's gone. And I'm not talking about the election. I'm talking about the indictment and arrest and charges on Donald J. Trump. If they charge him, and if they indict him, and if they try to arrest him or anything like that, that doesn't ban him from being the president. What it will do is it will ensure that the swamp will, go, will be officially drained if they go that route. They will literally load the gun, put it to their own head, and shoot and pull the trigger. Period. And for all the forces out there working to try to make this video stop, to try to make this video freeze or whatever, <laughs> good luck. It's not. It's still going for me. Are we frozen, frozen, frozen? Still going for me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to take a drink of coffee and slow the stream down here. It seems like it seems like I'm spitting a little bit too much truth for the world to handle. Want to know why? Because it's God. It's God's truth. No, I don't listen to X22, Cynthia. I'm sorry. Not that I don't like X-22. I just don't listen. I don't have time to listen to anybody. I don't even get to watch Bannon anymore. I know we're stopping and freezing everybody. Everybody sees it. We're going to wait. We're just going to chill for a minute. We're going to relax. We're going to calm down. We're going to have some coffee. Maybe take some drinks at some Field of Greens. Just going to relax. I know you're freezing up a lot. I get it, everybody. You can't keep saying the same thing over again and expecting it to stop. Okay? We'll get there. Just make some coffee and relax. Intermittent freezing here in the Northwest Florida. God wins, you deep state. I'm wondering, is Roku and Fire Stick freezing? Because if they're not, then it's a rumble problem. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is the stuff we have to work on all the time. This is the stuff we have to deal with. Are we getting attacked? Is it a rumble problem? Is it a local problem? Is it a Roku fire stick problem? We don't know. But we have to work in real time. I can tell you one thing. I don't let it ruin my day. Eli, can you pull up the app and see if it's a Roku fire stick problem or if it is a rumble problem? Rumble needs to upgrade. <laughs> I'm t- trust me. They're doing everything they can with as much as they can possibly do. I need to hear about PA masking up again. We'll talk about that again if we can get through this show. If we can get through the show. I'm good on Fire Stick. Fire Stick is all good. Then it's a Rumble problem. Let me text Rumble. You guys just hang in there, okay? Let me text them. All right, what do we got? About 42, 4,300 people here watching. Lagging and on repeat. I'm just beginning to fight, not giving up, never, ever giving up. So you know what? While this is freezing, you know what doesn't freeze? Is the chat. The chat doesn't freeze. So let's go to the chat real quick. Let's do that while we're waiting here. I'm texting these guys now. You guys can read the chat. Yep. Roku is good. Audio is good. So if the audio is good and the chat's good, we'll just keep this chat up for a minute here. And I just want to say, ladies and gentlemen, again, that if I'm not the only one saying this, if if X22 is saying this and other people are saying this true, well, then it must be, you know, it must be weighing on a lot of people's hearts. It must be weighing on a lot of people's hearts. Sound good, only freezing, just keep talking. Yeah, that's what I'm going to end up doing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go back into it, and we're just going to keep going here because there's a lot of people watching on other platforms too, and they, they're aware of the problem, so we're just going to keep going. Kevin McCarthy, boy, he went from, um, uh, he went from uh, you know, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to get everything uh, figured out. Now people are saying no sound and nothing. Boy, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, there's always something, isn't it? Devil always trying to hold people down. 
Mine is rumbled and freezing. I'm going to try TV. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, Kevin McCarthy went from everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. No, we're going to get the speakership that we need. Everything's going to be fine. Well, now Kevin McCarthy is lashing out at the five Republicans who are holding against him and standing strong. That's important, ladies and gentlemen, because that lets you know that Kevin McCarthy is literally, Rumble says they're looking into it, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin McCarthy is literally scared now. He's literally scared. And why Donald J. Trump is asking people to give him a chance, the only reason Donald J. Trump would be willing to give Kevin McCarthy and say, give him a chance, give him a chance, he's earned it, the only reason is because Donald J. Trump has got him to say, to be a yes sir, a yes sir man. Yes sir, no sir. Yes sir, no sir. He's basically got him in his pocket. Because why in H-E double hockey sticks Donald J. Trump would be saying give Kevin McCarthy a chance at the speakership absolutely blows my mind. But McCarthy joined Maria Bartiromo to wage war against the House Republicans who say they will never vote to allow McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. Many House Republicans are rightfully concerned that McCarthy is too weak, obviously, and is unprincipled for the job. McCarthy has been threatening Republican House members for nearly a month now to vote for him and and threatening all of you, ladies and gentlemen, threatening all of you. Your lives are going to be ruined if I don't get this. The Democrats are going to do this if I don't get this. Remember? Remember that? Kept saying that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, he continued that war on his GOP detractors, saying this, five members want to hold up our ability to move forward. Hmm, move forward. Sounds like what the uh, January 6th committee wanted us to do, right? Sounds like what the rhinos all wanted us to do. Don't look back, move forward, only move forward, only move forward, right? Unbelievable. He says, to have subpoenas to go out to the FBI and Garland. Well, um, don't you think that any House Speaker would do that, loser? Why is it only you that would do that? To have the ability to stop what's happening at the border. Kevin McCarthy, you didn't go to the border until you started your, your speakership run, okay? So don't give us that loser crap, okay? You've only been to the border like one or two times more than Joe Biden, which is none. So you've been there one or two times. Congratulations, loser. To make us energy independent, to pass the Parents' Bill of Rights, like we wouldn't do all that? This is, this is what the challenge is all about. What's happening by them doing this? It's weakening our hand right now. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's weakening the Uniparty's hand. That's for sure. It's weakening the Rhino's hands. That's for sure. But guess who it's strengthening? The American people, Kevin McCarthy. That's who it's strengthening. The American people. And I will never, ever, ever, ever put my support behind Kevin McCarthy. Ever. He's already said he has no um, desire to impeach Joe Biden. None. None. So let's go here and let's play this video real quick. From this loser. He is such such a loser. Of him saying this this weekend, by the way. Got this in sound? All right, here we go. Sorry about that. Here we go, folks. Why are they able to do this? Working together, using private businesses to go after individuals right before an election, denying the American public the truth. We've got to get to the very bottom. And I think just subpoenas are starting, but you're almost going to have to have a church-style investigation to reform the FBI and more that we are learning. The number of whistleblowers that have come forward that have talked to us about this, this is going to be a much bigger situation than people realize. Well, I hope you bring in former DNI John Ratcliffe to help you with this process. He knows all the players and has watched this collusion take place in in terms of this church-style commission you're referring to. Well, John Radcliffe, he, he is ideal, and we've worked very closely. I just talked to John this weekend, and for your viewers, you, you've listened to John Radcliffe early on talk about the different things that he was fearful of them doing. He is a former FBI. He is a former prosecutor, U.S. attorney. He's a former congressman, and he was the head, the director of DNI as well. So he is the That's key right. individual that will work with us in many avenues to help solve this problem and correct it once and for all. Well, I mean, it's crazy to see the DOJ as complicit as it has been. Are you going to subpoena Merrick Garland? Are you going to subpoena Christopher Wray? 
Well, you've got to get to the very top because you've got to understand what did they know? Why did they allow this to go on? Did they know this was happening and continue it? Did they direct it? These are all questions that have to get asked. This is why it's so important that 15 days from now we can hit the ground running from the very beginning. Okay, you've stop this loser. 40. I can't stand listening to this scumbag. He's such a piece of crap. So he doesn't have a problem. First of all, he won't say whether he will or will not subpoena a certain individual, right? And then the people he does say that he'll, he'll subpoena if the investigation leads to that are people that are, are working on the behalf of Joe Biden. But then if you ask him, will you subpoena Joe Biden or will you investigate Joe Biden? Right? Will you impeach Joe Biden? No, we don't have any, we don't have any, real, um, we don't have any real reason to do that. We're just going to move on and move forward. That's what he says. That's what he says. And I got to tell you, Donald J. Trump saying that he should get a chance at being speaker. Donald J. Trump might be the only person that I don't stop supporting for saying that. Because the only reason Donald Trump is saying it is because he's got Kevin McCarthy basically in his pocket. He'll do whatever he wants him to do whenever he wants him to do it. I don't want a speaker like that. I don't want a weak loser speaker like that. I want a strong speaker like a Matt Gates. I don't want somebody to do or not do something just because Trump tells them to. I think that's a bad move on Trump's part. I really do. I'm going to say it. And everybody's going to say, Trump knows what he's doing. He's smarter than you. Okay, good. But I have an opinion. And I have a right to have an opinion for fighting on the battlefield next to Trump as long as I have. Okay? So incredibly sick of it. Speaking of rhinos and losers about ready to lose their positions, Ronna McDaniel. Do you know Ronna McDaniel is now refusing to open debate with other RNC chair candidates. She will not debate with um, Harmeet. She will not debate with Mike Lindell. She will not debate with anybody who's running against her for the RNC chair. Where does that sound familiar, folks? Where does that sound familiar from? What other candidates in the recent, in recent history have all said, we're not going to debate? Huh. All Democrats. All Democrats, by the way, who benefited from the money that Ronna McDaniel, Ronna McDaniel, Ronna McRomney, right? Who benefited from the money that Ronna McDaniel, McDon, Mc, Rick, whatever her name is, Ronna McLoser, who benefited from the money that she gave their opponents. So the only people that benefited from it were people like Democrats. And now she doesn't want to debate. She said she will only make statements for the 168 RNC members, but will not debate other Republicans. Wonder why. I wonder why. For all those watching on Rumble who are having a hard time but sticking it out, I apologize. I'm on them right now. I am speaking to them right now. Actually, I'm not very happy with them right now. Even if they are getting attacked, I'm not happy with them. So I'm letting them know that. If you're not happy with them, I'm not happy with them. But ladies and gentlemen, there you go, right? There you go. If Ronna McDaniel does not want to debate, then who does she sound like? She sounds like Carrie Lake, uh, uh, Katie Hobbs. She sounds like um, uh, all the losers in the Democratic primary that just de- decided not to debate. Hmm. She's got to go. We got to get rid of all of the Mick idiots. Mick Carthy, Mick China, and Mick Daniel. Get rid of all of them. Every bit of them. They're trash. Now, I don't know. We're going to move on, ladies and gentlemen. And because we're experiencing difficulties today, we're not going to be doing any sponsor reads today, okay? We're not going to be doing any sponsor reads today. I'm not going to sit here and do uh, sponsor, sponsor reads if we can't even get a real uh, live stream out the proper way of no fault of our own. So, period on that one. All right. Elon Musk's Twitter poll last night. Everybody's freaking out about this Twitter poll that Elon Musk put out. And if you don't know, Elon Musk put out a Twitter poll last night that said he would abide by the results of the poll. And the Twitter poll was, should I step down as basically the one in charge of the day-to-day operations of Twitter? Now, the leftists came out in droves, ladies and gentlemen, because more leftists are on Twitter than right-wing people. So the leftists came out in droves. And the results of this poll are that they want Elon Musk to step down as the day-to-day person in charge at Twitter. What people don't understand here of how epic of a troll this was by Elon Musk, he's getting Donald J. Trump good at his tweets 
at being able to troll these people with a laser pointer. He's getting Donald Trump good at this. Get this, folks. Check this out. Elon Musk never had any desire to be the day-to-day leadership of Twitter. Never. He's got SpaceX, he's got Tesla, and he's got countless other things he's working on. Why in God's green earth would he want to live at Twitter and literally tweeting back everybody who's got a problem? No. He always, always had the uh, plan to put somebody in charge of the day-to-day operations at Twitter, just like he has somebody in charge of the day-to-day operations at Tesla and SpaceX, and he oversees it all. What he says goes, okay? If he says it, it goes. Now, there is a board that he has for certain businesses, but basically he's the man. He controls more shares than anybody else, and he's the man in each one of his businesses. That's why you can go on Joe Rogan's podcast, smoke pot, and then come back later and just continue to keep running a business, right? Okay. He always had plans on putting somebody in charge anyway. This was an epic bot fishing expedition that Elon Musk went on. And what he's going to get out of this is millions and millions of bots that are out there just living in the Twitter sphere and, and operating by, uh, under uh, false names by, by bad people. And what he did is a massive bot expedition and probably found out millions of fake accounts and is getting rid of them. He never had a plan on running Twitter. This is just him saying, hey, I'm stepping down anyway. I'm going to put this poll out there. But in this poll is going to be a built-in bot expedition fishing journey. And we're going to get them all. So anybody out there who's like, oh my gosh, Elon Musk is stepping down as the day-to-day operator of Twitter. And nothing's going to come out. And the Fauci files aren't going to come out. And the election files aren't going to keep coming out. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Elon Musk is just going to delegate. Now, did you fail to ask yourself this question? Who would he put in charge? Oh, that's a good question. Who would he put in charge? Now, ladies and gentlemen, it seems Rumble is back up and running, and it looks like it's running just fine. So please, if you can, come back to Rumble and give those Rumbles. We have what? How many do we have now? We have 1,180 Rumbles. I need you all to come back to Rumble real quick, okay? All. Oh, wait. Never mind. Spoke too quick. Never mind. I'm going to keep on with the news. How about that? All right. So anyway, that's all that was. Now, Adam Schiff, I could not wait to get to this story. Oh, I could not wait to get to this story because Adam Schiff and Elon Musk had a little Twitter war back and forth, right? I want to pull this up. I want to pull this up real quick. This little Twitter war between Adam Schiff and Elon Musk was absolutely epic. He he was on fire. So Adam Schiff says Elon Musk calls himself a free speech absolutist. By the way, Adam Schiff is mad because all these lefties are getting suspended. He's super mad, right? Big mad. He said Elon Musk calls himself a free speech absolutist to justify turning a blind eye to hatred and bigotry on Twitter. But when journalists report unfavorable news, they are banned without warning. The devotion to free speech is apparently not that absolute, but the hypocrisy is. And Elon Musk said, thankfully, you lose your chairmanship very soon. Your brain is too small. (laughs) your brain is too small so then adam schiff gets real mad and goes on state of the union and guess what he says folks it just keeps getting better and better watch this So there you go. He says, we gave them immunity, Section 230, and now they're abusing that immunity. So why should we give them immunity if they're not doing the right thing in content moderating? So, and then he's all mad. He's saying, if you're allowed to kick off a journalist, then you shouldn't have Section 230 protecting you. You kicked off the president of the United States, you scumbag. Adam Schiff, hold on. Hold on, folks. Time for the Schiff head. Boom, there it is. Adam Schiff, stop being such a Schiff head. You literally had a president of the United States kicked off, and you're okay with that. You're okay with banning congressmen and congresswomen. You're okay with um, uh, banning senators, governors, but you're not okay with banning journalists for lying, thieving, conniving stories. Adam Schiff is truly a Schiff head. 
But do you want to know the silver lining in all of this? He's ready to get rid of Section 230. Oh, God works in mysterious ways, ladies and gentlemen. We've been wanting to get rid of Section 230 for how long? All it took was literally us taking over Twitter and banning a few lefties for posting things they shouldn't have posted. And now we want to ban Section 230 again. I'm all about it, baby. Let's ban it. Ban Section 230. But of course, his reasoning for wanting to ban it was such an, he was, what, what an idiot that guy is. What an idiot that guy is. But then Elon Musk goes and retweets Robert Kennedy Jr.'s tweet, predicting that Fauci's life is about to be turned upside down. No matter what Elon Musk is doing, whether he's going to be leading the company's day-to-day or not, he is determined to put the truth out there about Tony the Rat Face Fauci. So now we've got their own plan biting them in the butt, getting rid of 230, right? And we've got Elon Musk posting, reposting and retweeting um, things that saying Fauci's life is about to become a lot more difficult, right? I'm telling you, folks, it's about to get better than you think it is. Now, it may seem like it's getting worse because of what they're about to do to Trump. But, folks, it's about to get better than you ever believed. Because we're going to get rid of Section 230. We're going to hold these people accountable. Donald Trump will become the president. We will have the digital bill of rights. We will shut down the left forever. And it's just going to be two more years of fighting. That's it. Two more years of fighting. But if you're a Christian conservative, you'll probably never stop fighting. Just so you know. But also, he also um, responded to Larry Elder. He said, if Adolf Hitler... Mao Zedong and Elon Musk were walking down the street and you gave an American lefty a gun with two bullets, he'd put both of them into Elon Musk. And Elon Musk retweeted it and responded and said, and missed both times. (laughs) You know what? I don't have to agree with Elon Musk on everything, but I'm really starting to enjoy the way he's going after the left on Twitter. Smarty Award of the Day goes to Elon. Smarty Award of the Day, ladies and gentlemen, Elon. And miss both times, he says. How epic of a response was that? So, ladies and gentlemen, he's doing great things, and... um, you know, uh, it was it was a troll poll and nobody everybody's freaking out over it. No, no more truth is going to come out on Twitter. First of all, I could care less about Twitter, but I do love that somebody bought it is doing the right things. I do love that. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, I want to touch on speaking of Fauci masks back in Philly. Everybody wanted to know about this. It was a story that I touched on last week. I didn't really get into it. But Philadelphia Public Schools will be requiring students and staff to wear COVID masks again when they come back after Christmas break. I'm this, uh, unbelievable. Philadelphia Public Schools and staff will be required to wear COVID-19 masks when they return from winter break. The school district of Philadelphia made the announcement Thursday saying the move is in an attempt to reduce the spread of COVID and other respiratory illnesses in uh, and to maintain in-person learning. The masks must be worn for the first 10 days after the break, January 3rd through the 13th. When was the last time we heard 15 days to slow the spread? What ended up happening? So now they're pulling this again. Now they're pulling this again. This fall, some states are reporting an increase in several respiratory-related diseases, the flu, COVID, and RSVT. I wonder why. And I wonder why, ladies and gentlemen, all these people are spreading sicknesses nowadays and getting sick as much as they, they never have before. I wonder if it has anything to do with weaker immune systems. I wonder if it has anything to do with locking everybody down and keeping them away from germs for three years. Bet it does. I'll bet it does. And this comes on the heels, ladies and gentlemen, of also on Friday, just quietly Friday, the FDA admitting that the Pfizer vaccine causes blood clots. Pfizer, I mean, the FDA admitted it. The FDA finally admits the Pfizer COVID vaccine Causes blood clots. Wow. Only two years too late. Only two years too late. Unbelievable. During a COVID-19 EU hearing last October, Pfizer's president of international developed markets, Janine Small, admitted that the vaccine had never been tested on its ability to prevent transmission. We showed that video. We showed it. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, the FDA ha- was forced because of that and other testimony to admit that it causes blood clots. My question is this. How many people died because of social, mis- social media banning of truth while they spread mis- and disinformation that, never, that was never real? How many people died in this country from fentanyl because the FBI was too worried about lies on social media? Lies on social media. How many Americans have been put in harm's way because of this government and its collusion with social media? Whether it be COVID, whether it be the border, whether it be fentanyl, whatever. The government has now grown to the point where the Constitution told us exactly what we need to do. It's already there. It's already there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have a lot of time left before Mike Crispy comes on. So I'm just going to go through these last couple stories pretty quickly. Um, folks, the agenda of the, of the left right now is to destroy traditional biblical conservatism families. Take away the kids, kill all white heterosexual males, purge them out of existence, and destroy the Western family nucleus. How do we know this? Well, because it's only on, it was only preached by Black Lives Matter, beyond all means, or by all means necessary, and Antifa. They had this on their website. The whole goal of the NWO is to disrupt America so badly that it cannot be the strongest nation on earth. How do you do that? You've got to do it from the inside. You've got to do it in the political sphere and you've got to do it in the social and cultural sphere. Everybody's been saying, why is there so many trannies these days? Why is there so many drag queen shows these days? Why is there so much pedophilia? Why are they normalizing it in school? Why are they normalizing it at a government level with the Dr. Levine, Rachel Richard Ravine, transgender male, you know, largest man on earth loser uh, that we see? Why are they normalizing all of this? I'll tell you why, folks. I'll tell you why. It is to destroy the traditional biblical family. Mother, father, child, husband, wife, kids. It's to destroy that. And you have to ask yourself, well, why? Because it's an attempt to destroy Christianity. And you have to ask yourself, well, that doesn't make any sense. If it's an, if it's an attempt to destroy Christianity then why is it targeting just white, biblical, traditional families? Because 70% of Christians are white on this planet, folks. That is why. 70% of Christians on this planet, or 70% of the people on this planet that are Christians are white. And if they get rid of the white family nucleus, then they get it all. They get the kids, they get to turn the kids into white-hating, CRT, tranny, non-gender, fluid, binary, lost souls. They get the mother and the father out of the way. They purge out the white race. And then by doing so, they purge out Christianity because 70% of Christians are white. You've got to see the forest for the trees, ladies and gentlemen. It's happening, and that is what they're do- that's what their goal is. That's why they're doing it. If you wonder to yourself, why are they trying to say that all white people are racist, teaching CRT, teaching our children to be gender dysphoric, not know which way they belong, which way is up or down, destroying their worlds, completely flipping them upside down on their heads. It's to destroy Christianity. And to destroy Christianity, you have to destroy the family nucleus. To destroy the family nucleus, you have to get in there and you have to literally brainwash the children. And who are you targeting? White people, because they make up most of Christianity around the world. Boom. And to not be able to see that means you are blind. Moving on. Last two stories, ladies and gentlemen. (gasps) Bring that to me. Who sent that? Who sent that? Ladies and gentlemen, we have our very first garbage pail drawing of Mean Gene Kareen by Callie Rardell. Callie Randall. Callie Randall made Obscene Kareen the garbage pail kid of the White House. Absolutely epic. I love this. Mean Gene Obscene Kareen, the garbage pail kid of the White House. Thank you so very much. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Texas is going to continue building the border wall. 
They are not going to, since they've declared the southern border an invasion, they're actually um, using resources and they're going to continue to build the southern border wall. Epic news, great news. Absolutely love that. But there was one more thing that I wanted to show you before you left, and that was this. I told you you were going to hear a lot of things you didn't want to hear in this show, and I, and, and I missed some stories because, because of the whole you know, technical difficulties. But I want to end you with this. What Carrie Lake said, at the Turning Point USA Action uh, event that she was at. She has no shame in her game and standing up proud like we all do about being a deplorable, supporting Trump and being an election denier. Listen to Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen, to give you some inspiration on the way out. The sanity behind what happened, they called us the crazy ones. They called us all kinds of names. How many of you have been called election deniers? They called us all, really, who cares what they call us? Election deniers, deplorables. How about this? The media, hit your record button back there. (laughs) Did you hit the little red button, the play and record? (laughs) I just saw a red button go off, I swear. Look back there, the red button went off. The media's going to have a heyday with this one. I know that right now we can identify as anything we want to identify as, but I want you to know that I identify as a proud, election-denying, deplorable. Are you with me? There you go. I identify myself as a proud, election-denying, deplorable, and my pronouns are I won. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America this morning. I apologize for the problems that we had. I assume they'll be fixed by this next show. Uh, Mike Crispy comes up next with Unafraid. Do not miss his show, ladies and gentlemen, and Anna Perez right after that. You guys have been doing great with the Rumbles. No matter if you watch the show or not, you're killing it with the Rumbles, keeping us up high on that leaderboard. I love you. And remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for the rumbles. Thank you for the rumble rants. Mike Crispy coming up next. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. See you at 5 p.m. Peace.